Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, coming to you with another solo episode from zero to fulfilled in 30 seconds or less, a tactic or tactics really for happiness. You know, I'm going to dedicate this episode to Doug Gunn. So Doug Gunn is one of my clients, um, just going through some really hard time right now. He, uh, he was actually diagnosed, uh, just recently with cancer and, um, and things are not going well. And, uh, I don't think that we're going to have him too much longer. So, um, it's been amazing to see the Pathfinder community rally around him. Uh, several guys sent video messages to Doug, uh, even though, you know, really most of us have never met him. I actually never met him. You know, we've, we've only done phone calls and, uh, you know, video calls and whatnot and, and group phone calls, et cetera, over the years. But um, uh, it's just a special community, uh, all the folks who are in the Pathfinder community. So you know who you are. So thank you uh, for, for lifting up Doug and, and his family in this time. Um, so I do want to talk in this episode about something that Doug talked quite a bit about. And let me first share a story with you. When I wrote the notes down for this episode, it was about, I don't know, a few weeks to a month ago. And these, these, the concepts for these podcast episodes come to me during, you know, you know, times sometimes just in, you know, in the shower, those kind of shower moments or when I'm driving or working out, uh, or a lot of times after a phone call, right? A coaching call or a, a, a mastermind call. And, uh, this one came to me, uh, at the end of one day, which was a, just kind of a, just another day, kind of a run of the mill day. And, um, here's how it went in the morning. I drove my five-year-old to school and she is just this bright little beaming light in the world. And she sat in the back seat, and I always tilt my rear view mirror down so I can kind of see her and looking out the rear view mirror, out the rear view as well. But uh, I want to see that cute little face talking to me. And we just chatted, right? Just chatted about whatever five-year-olds chat about, right? Just blah, 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 just chatting, chatting away, you know, about butterflies and rainbows and unicorns and school and the little kid that sits next to her at school and recess and the field trip they went on last time and, you know, all that stuff. And it's just so much fun. It's like just such a fun part of the day. Then I went to work. Then after work, uh, I took Wyatt, my 11-year-old, to baseball practice. And I helped out as an assistant coach. I just, I just love doing that, helping out as an assistant, being there. And, and uh, I just really enjoy that. And then after baseball practice, I came home and I got to sit down with Jesse, my 13-year-old, and somehow we ended up scrolling through my phone, looking at pictures, like old, old family pictures, like old, old being like six or eight years ago, right? When the kids were even younger 
And, you know, those are super old to, to, you know, to a 13 year old looking back eight years is like looking back a lifetime. And, uh, you know, we were just laughing and giggling and looking at some old pictures and, you know, some old memories. And that was really fun. And then I helped Eliana, nine-year-old, my nine-year-old, helped her just get a bath. And after gymnastics, she came home from gymnastics practice, et cetera. And then finally, I got to lay down next to my wife, Allie, and, and fall asleep together. And I was reflecting on that day and thinking to myself, was that, was that like the perfect day? Because it was just another day, really, right? But at some level, it was like this perfect day. And, and it hit me that your perfect day and what we're seeking in the world is always like this next level, right? The next thing, the next level, the next step, uh, growth in our personal lives. And so often, the happiness and fulfillment that we seek is right here. It's right now. But we're looking for the next thing. But when you can hit the pause button and actually look and go, wait a second, was, was that a great day? Or, or what parts of that day, of today, were part of your like perfect day? One of the first things I have my clients do whenever we start working together is I have them map out their ideal day. And so often the conversation, whenever we kind of break this down, so often the conversation is around is, is like, Jim, you know, I wrote out my ideal day, but it's, it's, it's not all that exciting to most people, but this, this is it for me. Like this will be really a great day for me. And one of the things that we do is we say, okay, well, what parts of this are, are already in place, right? And you can always identify it. There, there are certain pieces of that, that, that are already in place. And you'll find that too. If you don't believe me, map out your ideal day. Do exactly that. Write it out. And you'll see that either you have parts of that in your day already, or, or you can just create them. Like you can make them happen like tomorrow. You know, there's going to be different differences for you. You know, maybe different car you drive, different home that you live in or different town that you live in or different job, you know, you might have different vacations that you're planning or just gotten back from, right? But the relationships and the activities, so many of the activities that you do, they're already there, right? Maybe you talk about working out. Maybe, you know, you want to buy some amazing gym membership or do some, something like that. Like, what, what about the, you know, put on your running shoes and, and go for a jog? I mean, that, that can be part of it right there. That's part of your ideal day. You know, I use something called the five-minute journal, and the five-minute journal was brought to my attention several years ago by uh, another fellow Pathfinder named Kevin. And it's this simple journal that has basically five questions in it, three that you answer in the morning and two that you answer in the evening or at the end of the day. And in the morning, you answer three questions. Number one, what, what am I, three things I'm grateful for. Number two is, uh, what would make today great? So you list out three things there. And then uh, an affirmation, I am blank. And you fill that out. And then uh, in the evening, you answer three amazing things that happened today. And then how could I have made today even better? Very simple, right? And every day, for the most part, I kind of look back at this. And I'm holding it in my hands right now. And as I look back, it's... It's so simple. Like the three things that make, what would make today great that I have to write in the morning, it's usually working out, working out, uh, being focused and productive during my workday, 
and having quality time with my family in the evening. Like, that's it. Like, I go through, okay, so that's, uh, that's what I wrote. I'm just flipped back through. That was like June. Okay, here's another one. It's October of 2018. Patience and peace at home at night. Make a bunch of prospecting calls and buy a certain book. Actually, this is a book that I wanted to uh, read about being a, a father uh, parenting book. Um, another, you know, looking at another day. Eat healthy, quality time with a family. And I get locked in on my specific to do's for the day, like basically being focused. And that's like, I flip back and it's like, you know, gosh, two years ago, let's see, quality time with the family tonight, (laughs) Uh, quality phone calls with a couple of coaching clients, and then uh, one more other sort of uh, work business thing. Um, You know, so that's what it is. It's like, it's these simple things, right? It's like, maybe, just maybe, everything you're seeking or at least a lot of it, you have already in your life, right? Olympians, there's so many stories of Olympians who win the Olympic gold medal. They, it's the achievement of a lifetime. And they wake up and they realize, gosh, this isn't all I, it's a, it was cracked up to be. Like, I thought it would be different, right? I thought it would be happier, or I thought it would be happier for longer, or I thought it would be a different kind of happiness. And, you know, uh, Jordan Burroughs is a perfect example. I'm a wrestler, and for a lot of the wrestlers listening, they know his name. He's a multiple Olympic gold medalist, and, and um, one, how many, you know, how many world championships by now? This is one of the most accomplished wrestlers in the history of the, the, of, of the United States, anyway. And um, he talked about after winning his Olympic gold medal, his first medal, gold medal, that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as fulfilled as he thought he would be. But so you've got to understand your happiness cannot be tied to an outcome. Your happiness cannot be tied to an outcome because when it is, you're going to be sorely disappointed if and when you achieve that outcome because you're going to want the next outcome. Now, here's the thing. I'm not telling you to to not strive. It's actually the opposite. I'm giving you a piece of advice that will allow you to achieve even bigger, better, higher, more amazing goals. And here's what I'm talking about. Let me give you an example. When I was competing, when I was wrestling, at the end of my junior year, and if you've watched my TEDx talk, you'll you'll know. If you go to my website, go to jimharshojr.com, you'll click on the link, and you'll see my TEDx talk, or just Google my name and TEDx. If you haven't watched my TEDx talk called Why I Teach My Children to Fail, what I talk about is at the end of my junior year, once again, I failed to achieve a meaningful goal. I was so fixated on the outcome that I was just devastated again. And so I, I, I dedicated my entire off season to figuring out what's wrong with me. Why can't I do this? What's missing? What's the missing piece for Jim Harshaw? And so I traveled all these wrestling camps. I worked summer camps, all these different universities all around the East Coast because every time you go to these different camps, you know, they're bringing in Olympians and elite level wrestlers. And, and so I'm like, man, I can pick all these guys' brains. And I actually went to the Olympic Training Center, got invited out there to train. So I, I trained out there for the summer and, uh, and I you know, got to pick, all, pick the brains of all these amazing uh, Olympians. And, and lo and behold, the summer ended, fall training started, and here we go. It's November of my senior season, and it's the night before the first competition, West Virginia Open. And guess what? I didn't have the answer. I never found it. I sought that answer so hard for so long, and I never found it. 
And so I'm sitting in the hotel room the night before thinking to myself, my goodness, Jim, you worked so hard to try to find that answer. You trained, you did all the physical stuff, all the stuff you're supposed to do. But you, and you also sought out that answer, but you never found it. Oh my gosh, what now? What now? You're going, this is your last shot. This is your last chance. And so what I, what I do, I threw my hands up in the air. I said, I'm, I give up chasing the outcome. I'm done. You know, all I can do is all I can do. All, I, all I'm going to do right now is just go enjoy the process, compete as hard as I can, focus on the things I can control, and wherever the chips fall, that, that's, that's, I'm going to be able to put my head on the pillow at night and fall asleep because I can't control the outcome because I never found the solution. Little did I know that was the solution to let go of the outcome and to be grateful and to be happy. And I said, no matter what happens, I'm going to be satisfied. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay with whatever happens. And interestingly, coincidentally, ironically, that is the secret to getting the outcome that you want, right? So how do you have to let go of the outcome first? And how do you let go of the outcome? You realize I've already won. You have to internalize that and believe that I've already won. You have, if you're, you know, most of my listeners, I know I have international listeners around the world too, but if you live in America or if you live in any country in the world where you have running water, electricity, roof over your head, safety and security, you've already won. You've already won, right? You got people who love you, you've already won. You know where your next meal is coming from, you've already won. When you can be grateful, when you can understand that maybe, just maybe, I'm living my ideal day and my ideal life right now, you realize that you can put down the load. You can put down the burden of striving for that next goal and the pressure for that outcome. And what happens is it frees you up to pursue that goal with more energy, more enthusiasm, without fear. You beat fear of failure when you realize you've already won. When you realize I've got happiness and fulfillment right here, it's here, it's in my life now, and I'm living it. It's the opposite of, it's not about settling, it's not about lowering your goals, it's the opposite. This allows you to pursue without fear. You've already won. You can move forward with peace. Whatever the outcome is, you're going to be happy. This is basic, fundamental performance psychology. I remember when I discovered this, I thought, man, I just, I've had this breakthrough. I can't wait to tell the world. And I started reading psychology books, performance psychology books. I'm like, oh, this is, this is it. <laughs> you know, focus on the process, not the outcome. The process is beautiful. The process is winning and losing and failing and struggling and grinding and working. Embrace that. Be happy that you, you know, if you're an athlete, be happy that you can train, right? If you've got a job, be happy that you can go to work. If you've got fresh water in your faucet, be happy. I've got a glass of water right here in front of me. I think people are probably smirking right now because I always use that as an example, right, of gratitude. So I'm not going to leave you hanging and say, hey, this is a great theory. This is a great philosophy. I'm not going to do that. You know that I always like to bring you tactics and this, this episode is going to be no different. I'm going to bring you some tactics here. How do you actually live this out, right? How do you actually 
practice being fulfilled, being happy. All right. A couple things. Number one, I've got this five-minute journal I'm holding in my hand. It's a great little book. I love it. Um, I, I think there's some improvements to be done to it maybe, but... Um I'm actually creating, I've actually created my own Pathfinders journal, not yet released. It's one of those things that I've been had on my to-do list. I keep kind of inching this thing down the road. And I know there's a couple of you out there. Jerry is uh, not the least of whom is, is kind of smirking right now too, because uh, he knows he's, he, he wants this thing. And Matt's another one. I know you guys, I'm trying to get this thing done. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done for you. It's going to be awesome too. But anyway, so the five minute journal, it's a great way to do it, right? I have to write down three things that I'm grateful for. Um, I have to write down three things that'll make today great. And at the end of the day, you go, why was today great? Well, you know what? I got to work out. I got uh, I had quality time with my family. I, got, I was productive at work, right? Um, so that's one thing, right? Uh, is, is having something like the, the five-minute journal. Another one, just say them out loud. Say three things that you're grateful for. Just pick them, whatever they are, right? Glass of water, you have a car, you have a job, you have a, someone who loves you, you have a friend, fam, friends, family, what are you grateful for? Here's another one. This is probably most important. This is most important. Is to feel the gratitude. Don't just say it. Don't just write it. Feel it. I mean, in you. Just let it well up inside of you, right? Right now, it's a seed. It's a small seed deep inside of you. You kind of have this logic where you know, yeah, 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 I have this. These things are great, great, great. But I really want that, Jim. Let the gratitude just fill you. Water it, just grow it, let it just kind of close your eyes, not if you're driving. <laughs> close your eyes and let it just grow, let it fill you, right? That's the third one. And here's the fourth and final one. And this one, this one's for you, Doug. Doug Gunn always had this as one of his action items following our mastermind calls. Was one of the things he would always do is five gratitude notes per week. Pretty cool. Five, he would write five notes, usually handwritten notes notes of gratitude, and he would mail them out to people, right? How, how amazing is that, right? You know, be grateful and, and share your gratitude, the gratitude that you have of others in your life. So there you have it. This is how you go from zero to fulfilled in 30 seconds or less, and you can do it right now. You can hit pause on this episode. Uh, or when the episode's done, you can make this happen in your life. You can live from this place, and it will change everything, right? I hope you take action on this. We're going to have an action plan ready for you. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action to download your free copy of the PDF action plan from this episode. Oh, by the way, you get access to all of the action plans from every episode I've ever done, over 200 episodes. It's crazy. Uh, there's also a mastermind ebook in there. There's a reveal your path blueprint in there. There's a goal setting template in there. Oh my gosh, there's so many resources. It's pretty awesome. Uh, it can get overwhelming, but here's, here's what you got to do. Go there, just pick one, get the action plan from this episode, or maybe download the goal setting template. Don't try to consume all, all 200 and some of them uh, at once. It'll, uh, it'll definitely overwhelm you. So um, if this episode was helpful for you, please share it. Just share it with one other person. Send them a text and say, hey, check out episode number 206, Success Through Failure. And by the way, I got kicked off of iTunes. iTunes changed some of their rules. And if you have like in your title, I had, you know, success through failure podcast slash, uh, you know, goal setting mindset tactics. If you have like keywords in there, they banned you basically kicked you off of iTunes. So I got kicked off of iTunes for a little while, but, um, 
I think I got it fixed. It was actually still on my, my podcast was still on iTunes, but you couldn't find it. If you didn't, hadn't already subscribed to it, you couldn't go actually locate it and search for it, which is a total bummer. My numbers dropped significantly because of it. So I'm kind of annoyed. I didn't even realize it happened. Um, iTunes didn't give me a very good warning about it. Um, and I, th- I know that it's happened to a bunch of other podcasters as well. So anyway, if you could, please pass this along. Help me get my numbers back up. Worked obviously for years on this thing. And then uh, iTunes hit me with that recently. So um, so if you could share it with one other person, share it on Facebook, share it on, on Twitter. You can go to jimharshajr.com slash share where you will find a, uh, a couple one-click links to share this episode on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, kind of pre-written posts for you. You can edit them if you'd like. But anyway... As always, until next time, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success.